0: The Dark Moon Mother writes Your third eye Sees in three directions Gone before And now And hereafter An eye for within An eye for without An eye For dream time Unified thus Envisioned now in one for all dimensions three. In the darkness of the dream time, you exist purely as thought. Unadulterated by matter, your experience is clear and untainted. You can learn to fly. As you now understand, Dreamtime forms the space between the outer and inner reality and exists as the thinnest barrier between the two. It contains your boundary. The dreamtime removes that which does not fit your inner reality and allows you to fully sense your environment in a way that will reinforce your way of believing. The boundary therein can be as a halo or a barbed wire fence, acting as a light on your path, or forming a seemingly impenetrable barrier to your connection to the source, depending on whether you acknowledge that the choice is now yours, and you choose to connect to it in those moments between waking and sleeping each morning. There is nothing to believe or disbelieve here. Your connection with the magic within you is all the stronger because this space allows you the freedom to create. I was in my seventh year, a silent, small, and let's be honest, rather odd child, given to singing when in motion and silence when at rest. Conversation with children bored me. And with adults? Confused me. Too many different languages, too many different layers of meaning in their words and actions. During that summer, I was taken on a day trip to visit Boggle Hole. I know, it's a great name, isn't it? A natural tourist attraction on the North Yorkshire coast. I rode on the lap of Auntie Doris, in a black bullet of a sidecar, while Uncle Arthur sat astride the beautiful Tram's motorbike, which only came out on Sunday afternoons in summer. Auntie Doris was round and pink and smelled of French fern talcum powder. Uncle Arthur dressed in leathers and a black pudding basin helmet, striped to back in red and black, topped off with fighter pilot eye goggles. The leather strap of his goggles bit deep into his skin and made a seemingly permanent ridge around his head. They were both in their 60s then and because they weren't blood relatives I loved them all the more because of the time they spent with me. They were happy for me to be silent and gave me space and time to devour books in their home just as they seemed to find nothing strange about me, so I found nothing odd in the fact that she would dress out for a day as if at Royal Ascot, complete with lace gloves and a grand picture hat, while he dressed for a day strutting his stuff in the Ace Café, Park Royal, with all the other bikers. I suppose you'd call them an odd couple, but they showed me love, and I saw only that. That's the way of the child. They only see the love which you give them, not your oddness. A day out with them was always an adventure. And this particular July day was sunny and the sky was blue and empty of clouds and we parked the bike in a field above Boggle Hole, overlooking Robin Hood's Bay. I remember it being windy. For that matter, I remember most of my childhood as windy. We ate a proper picnic from a wicker hamper and drank sickly sweet tea from a thermos. There's something about the taste of tea from a thermos flask. A plastic aftertaste not unpleasing. After lunch they lay down to rest side by side on the red tartan rug while I ran down to the beach to explore the hole itself. How to describe it? Sitting in the rock, facing the beach, is an odd formation. The view from within the cave is that of a black rock picture frame with a sea as its portrait. From outside, it is monolithic and prehistoric. I suppose I should have been frightened, but I could hear music within, and like the children of Pied Piper, I was drawn to it, and drawn into the cave. There was a fire, and music. Someone was playing a recorder. And I could hear a drum. Everybody seemed happy and in motion. Just people being alive. People dancing, smiling, playing. The fire was smoky, but people were laughing and ululating. I stood at the mouth of the cave watching. A neat, tiny, midwitch cuckoo silhouetted by the daylight without the cave. I felt no fear. Just a distant curiosity. A young woman danced her way out of the cave towards me and asked me how old I was. I held up seven fingers to her outstretched face. Seven, she called to the others, and others followed her to surround me, spiralling and swaying. She started to trace a circle around me, and the others trod it too. I stayed motionless, a statue of seven years amid the dancing earth people. The music grew louder as the drummer and piper moved to the mouth of the cave, and I stood still. The dancers moved faster and faster and raised their arms to the sky. My eyes followed skyward, and I watched the moon rise in the still blue sky. They raised a cone of power around me and I watched the iridescent lunar orb of silver, caught and encircled by their hands. I could have stayed there forever. In that moment, I felt the earth and the sky and the moon within me. I was completely safe and connected in a way that I had never experienced before. I now know that in that moment I existed only in the dream time and that in this state anything was possible. It wasn't a thought but a complete knowing. I felt it coursing in my blood and causing my heart to race. In this moment the true meaning of what it was to be alive came into me. I could take what I needed and leave what I chose. The dream time was infinite in that moment, and the knowledge of infinite possibility held me in its sway. In the silence of the ending, I could feel the world come back in to claim me. I could see the sky and hear the sea again, dogs barked at the surf, and I felt the rush of cold air surrounding me. My breathing returned hard and fast, and I ran back to where my aunt and uncle now stood, silhouetted by the sky, side by side by sidecar, for all the world, like American Gothic transported to the north coast of England. They never asked me what I'd been doing. Why should they? And I never told. Magic summoned me on that day, and I pulled it around me like a cloak and took it to be the most natural feeling in the world. I closed off the memory safely until Mother opened the door once more and the new chaos embraced me again to take me. This time to another place. It is time for you to awaken fully to the power of your dream time so you can know that the magic is real and can penetrate beyond your thoughts and into the world around you. This will be both your lair of protection and your creating space. It is time to acknowledge its role in the magic that you will create, time to understand its purpose and time to nourish it with access to your dreams. As children, dream time is a real and active force in our lives. It shapes the world we choose to exist within. It allows us to be creative without placing ourselves in danger. As we grow, and society tells us of our roles and responsibilities, we forget about the dream time and live in the outer world, and the magic recedes from us like an ebb tide. We allow ourselves to live in a world shaped by others, a world in which our dreams seem remote and unachievable. It is time to open your mind to the possibilities around you and within you. Dream time is your way in and your way out of the monochrome life into one which is rich in technicolour, a life where magic is real, and anything is possible for you. In the space between waking and sleeping, reality is what you dream it to be. The reality outside your mind, the reality of buildings and people and rivers and others, exists whether you interact with it or not just as you have a deep reality within you which is so personal, so unique, that no language could ever describe it to another soul. All the creatives know this road. Dali would artificially create dream time by napping with an outstretched hand and a spoon resting on one finger, a plate on the floor beneath it. And when the spoon clattered down onto the plate, He'd put the ideas which came to him onto paper. Einstein described this as a time of visions. I rarely think in words at all, he said. And when Mendeleev put together the periodic table of chemical elements, a revolutionary concept at the time, it came to him in a dream, including all the missing elements. You see, when you enter dream time, you may not see the whole picture. But you will be able to identify the gaps, the spaces which you need to fill to complete the picture, to make the magic happen. The creatives and the scientists who embrace magic are those who step out of the definitions of current reality and create their own. So many of the innovators, those who created new concepts and abstract connections, did so in the dream time. You now have your own personal connections and it's up to you how you use it and you can be assured that you're in good company when you do. Now is the time for you to make your connection with the dream time open, to expand beyond the confines of your mind. It is time to create a doorway to allow the magic to flow freely and safely. Until now, you've been training yourself to enter dream time each morning when you've woken to the light. This time, you can enter it in trance. And understand the power of yourself as experienced in your inner reality. Your own self will become the doorway between inner and outer realities and things seen, felt, and heard in the inner world will now soon be seen, felt, and heard in the outer world. You will start to project the magic outwards, beyond yourself, and will soon be ready to allow it to be carried beyond your experience by other People around you. And so, if you're ready, you can do this just before going to sleep tonight, entering a trance by counting down from 300 to zero and using your out-breath to time each number as you count down. And when you reach zero you'll find yourself at the top of the stone steps once more. The steps are safe solid rock, remember, worn by the footsteps of the others who came this way before. You'll keep walking. Until you reach the end of the steps and find yourself back in the beautiful, peaceful, natural landscape that you've already visited. I wonder if you're already doing it now. It's fine if you are. You have control. Just feel the peace of this place surrounding you as you look around the natural landscape. Become aware of the many textures of this world. This time, just wander around. Become aware of all the things in this magical landscape that you know to exist in the outer world. Trees, mountains, rivers, fields and you. Become aware of your body in this space. And how you move and feel. In this inner space, you have another existence, and this existence is just as real as your outer reality. As in the dream time, inner and outer reality can connect. In this landscape, you are as real as you wish to be, and you can truly be yourself, just as this landscape has reality a form which you give it. But it's a form that's unique to you. It's time now to move this version of your experience into the outer world. So from now on, every time you see a tree or a river or a mountain or anything that exists in this landscape, your inner reality will connect it with the outer world. You start to recognize that you've changed and that the outer world around you is changing too. You will begin to notice the magic of coincidences happening around you. You'll see the patterns of change as they become obvious when your eyes adjust to see the possible realities. The inner you starts to respond and the magic grows, so don't try to make the connections. They will come to you naturally throughout the coming days. Each time you connect, it will strengthen your ability to make the magic happen around you. You are here in these moments to seek the doorway between these realities, these two realities. And that doorway is formed out of your senses. You are the doorway. As you experience your own thoughts in this space, so you become able to carry your inner world into the outer world. You are the doorway to creation. Just as seeing or experiencing trees or flowers or mountains when you are out and about will create the energy to link into your inner space. So you, yourself, are the doorway to both worlds. By fully seeing, hearing, and experiencing your surroundings and making the connections within, you blend inner and outer reality, and start to mould the world around you as you want it to be. As before, do not try to make things happen, just go with the flow of the worlds and experience the events which happen as the doorway opens you up to new experiences. And when you do this, you can rest for a while in the landscape of your inner world and allow yourself to make the connections you need to bring your inner self safely into the world around you. The daily morning dream time will strengthen the doorway and allow it to let your dreams become reality. You can even allow yourself to get excited. It's time. The magic is beginning to happen. And you return to the stairs only when you're ready. And you walk up to the top as before. And when you've returned, you open your eyes to a new world around you. And when you've done this, when you're ready, you'll then rest for a moment and think about this experience for the last time formally. Take up your special book and pen and write down your feelings about the thought of you making magic real in your life. Write down what magic you want to see and hear And feel happening around you. Paint the picture of this future with your words. Write everything that comes into your mind. And you'll notice that each time you enter these trances, you take more and more control of your experience in there. Allow yourself the freedom to explore your inner landscape. Beyond my words and instructions. You're the mistress here. The master, you're in control and you're free to experience these events in the best and safest way for you. Nothing is prescribed or proscribed here, there are no rules, only guidance. Mother writes, the deluge came to purify the earth, Hercules cheated death with his labours Only through action will life flourish. Flood tide cleanses mind, let it take its tithe. And this is how you close the event with a ritual. Open your circle, light your candle and meditate on the candle flame. Allow one of your daydreams to float out into the flame. Let it remain there while you close your eyes and think about this daydream. Allow your mind to wander now. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Draw the daydream back out of the flame and let it flow beyond. Let it flow out of the room if you wish. Notice how different you feel. Notice how much more real this feels. You're going to meet that daydream again, but this time in your outer reality. So end it. Extinguish the flame and close the circle. Okay.